0: Hey, you already know what it is. This is your host, King Truth, here with another opinion, another review, another episode. Hey, Donald Trump, you up the bat. What's good, y'all? This is your host, King Truth, here with uh, another episode. Um, This is going to be an episode talking about what has transpired today. So today is February 15th. The government was on the brink of a shutdown. but Donald Trump said today he signed that legislation. He signed that bill. And our government workers will not be furloughed. The government will not be shut down. And then we can move on. It is a wonderful day today. Psych a lot. So, after signing this bill that Congress passed, Donald Trump decides to take it upon himself and declare a national emergency. Now, what that means is he has declared that the southern border is a national emergency emergency a national tragedy and he has to take uh, control of it and he's going to pull money from different places in the government to help fund building his wall now a lot of y'all a lot, uh, some people would think that um, this is a good idea do it congress ain't giving you nothing Do it yourself. But where there's an action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. So if he does this and the courts uphold it, there's a different precedent. We might as well not even have a Congress because now a president can declare anything national emergency mass shootings, gun control, national emergency climate change, national emergency, abortion, national emergency. There is nothing that will be held back and a president can declare whatever he wants to declare a national emergency. That's the precedent that President Trump is putting in place. Now, listening to him give his spiel today in the Rose Garden, I took down some notes and we're going to kind of like do a fact check type thing, but I'm not really fact checking. I'm just giving him facts. So he said that the majority of our drugs does not come through the port of entry, that they find holes in the wall, the, the, the fence that is already down there. They find spots that are open and they come in through there. That's not true. Fact is, they come through the port of entry. A couple weeks ago, they stopped a semi at a port of entry that had over 300 pounds of drugs in it heroin, fentanyl. So, yeah, port of entry. You're wrong. Number two. He said that since they put the wall up in El Paso. Or put the fence up in El Paso. That crime has gone down. But what he fails to realize. Is when they were building this fence. Crime actually went up. Yeah. Crime went up at the building of the fence. Now, nobody knows why that spike happened, but it happened. Now, after the fence and before the fence, El Paso was one of the safest cities in the United States for its size. Now, he claims that there was all this crime. El Paso was crime written and blah, 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 blah. But he's forgetting how crime-ridden Los Angeles is, or was. How Chicago is, New Orleans, Memphis. So he's saying El Paso was more dangerous than these cities. Los Angeles, Chicago, Memphis, New Orleans, New York, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, and there's, it's nothing against those cities. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm comparing facts. That El, El Paso was not that crime ridden. It was nothing compared to these cities. So. Yeah. He needs to get those facts right. Because he's completely wrong on that. Now. Again, by declaring this national emergency at the border, he is ultimately creating a precedent that Republicans fear. Because a Republican is not going to be in the White House forever. It changes. You have a Democrat in there, you have a Republican in there. And if a Democrat gets in, he can use the same reasoning that President Trump is using to do a national emergency for his promises promises like gun control promises like climate change so you can't do something and expect the other side not to do it right for instance he came out in 2014. And. Bashed President Obama. For passing an executive order. On immigration. And. He he had to explain it. The best way he knew how. Through a tweet. And that tweet of. 2014. He stated how. President Obama should not. Bypass Congress. And write. An executive order for immigration. He should negotiate with Congress and come up with a deal. He also stated in a, another tweet that because Obama likes to bypass Congress, he should be impeached for that. Fast forward five years, and Donald Trump is bypassing Congress. To declare a national emergency. Should he be impeached? Or he was just saying that because it was Obama and not him. Hmm. So. This whole national emergency thing is very hypocritical of Donald Trump. He couldn't get a deal with Congress. He got less than. What was originally offered to him. Before the shutdown. And the crazy thing about it, this is what people don't want to remember. But back last year, he was offered $25 billion, which is what he was asking for in exchange for the DACA recipients. Getting protection. Now he asked for $25 billion. Part of a negotiation is. You're going to get something. And the person you're negotiating with. Is going to get something. It's not just I get everything. And you get nothing. That don't work. So the Democrats were like sure. We're going to give you your $25 billion. For your stinking wall. That you want to build. But you have to promise protection. For the DACA recipients. There was a blow up amongst Republicans. Donald Trump declined. Now you're getting $1.3 billion. You lost this negotiation. The Democrats will ultimately get legislation for the DACA rep- uh, uh, protection. But you went from getting $25 billion to $1.3 billion. And before the shutdown, you were offered 1.6. You still lost money. So, this guy's a horrible, horrible negotiator. And we're supposed to trust him with China and North Korea? Anyway, back to what um, I was talking about today. So, his rhetoric. Let's talk about his rhetoric, okay? His rhetoric towards Hispanics is very, very racist. Nobody talks about that. It's very, because he's labeling each Hispanic as a criminal, a drug dealer. When some of these are just families escaping the very stuff that he's talking about. There are families that are coming up here seeking asylum, who has been threatened by the cartel that if they don't work for them, they're going to kill their entire family. But those families are criminals, drug traffickers, human traffickers. No. Yeah, you have maybe, maybe a handful I think the total amongst all um, border apprehensions last year, I think a total was like 4%. Out of all of them, a total, 4% were criminals that had a criminal record. 4%. Wow, that's dangerous. It'd been different if it would have said, you know, like 70% had criminal records. But it's 4%. So if you look at 4% of last year was a total of 460,000 apprehensions at the border. 4% of that is what? 4,000 people, I believe. I think that's right. But it's not a lot. It's not a lot at all, but you're making it sound like, um, it's a ton of people, 18,000 people, 18,000 out of 460,000 that were apprehended at the border had a criminal record. There are more American citizens with criminal records than there are people crossing the border. He claims that illegal immigrants commit more crime, but the stats prove different. Stats prove illegal immigrants commit less crime than natural born citizens. It's a fact, I mean, you can't overlook facts. And then he had the nerve to say today that he looked at his homeland security stats when a reporter pushed back against the stats that Trump was given. I went and looked at the homeland security stats. They don't say anything about illegal immigration crimes, murders, being higher than natural born citizens. One white man killed. 50 something people in Las Vegas injured more yesterday was the 1 year anniversary of parkland one white kid killed 17 people sandy hook the nightclub in Orlando the nightclub in California you had the shooting at the theater in Aurora the the shooting at the church in South Carolina which is more dangerous is it the immigrant that is coming to America to flee from the violence that they're experiencing in their own home country or is it the crazy white guy with an assault rifle who walks into a school who walks into a nightclub who walks into a movie theater and decides they want to shoot everybody which is more dangerous but he's not declaring that a national emergency now fact President Obama deported more people who were here illegally than any other president. That's why he was given the nickname Impor- uh, Deporter in Chief. Because he deported a lot of people. At the same time, illegal crossings went down 35% under President Obama. So this mass migration. This invasion, is not what, it's not how he explains it. These numbers have gone down and have steady been going down since they peaked in the year 2000. They've been going down since the year 2000. And why is that? Well, Mexico is starting to get jobs companies are starting to move to mexico so a lot of people that were here from mexico can now go back home to mexico and work those jobs it's that simple that's why illegal immigration uh, apprehensions at the border has gone down because there is now more opportunities in mexico the majority of the people that are coming here are not coming here to on an economic basis like they were in the 90's they are coming here because they are fleeing for their lives their lives have been threatened in their own home country and they're running that's all they can do that's all they can think of and to be honest I would do the same thing because as bad as the cartels are, if they came to me and said, you either work for me or we kill your entire family, best believe I'm packing up my family and we get the heck out of Dodge because I don't want to work for you and I don't want my family to die. And that's exactly the mindset that these people are having that are coming here to seek asylum. But all Trump sees is brown people. Coming into America, and they're a threat to a certain group of people. So we have to look at it from, because he says it's a humanitarian thing. We have to look at it from a humanitarian thing. If these people are running for their lives, why are we not helping them? Easy. It's that simple. Why are we not helping them? Because that's the Christian thing to do. You claim you're a Christian. You have somebody coming in asking you for help. As a Christian, you are to help them. Not say, forget you. Go back to where you came from. No, don't worry like that if you're a Christian. But you may be a play Christian though. Now... he always makes this big spiel about MS-13. Here's a fact about MS-13. It originated in Los Angeles amongst legal immigrant children from El Salvador. They were being picked on by the black gangs and they wanted something to protect themselves so MS-13 was originated in 19, in the 1970's why is MS-13 so big and so prevalent in El Salvador right now because when the government arrested these MS-13 members they deported them back to El Salvador so now you have These MS-13 members who were here in America sent to El Salvador, a country that a lot of them don't even remember because they came here as kids. They go back to El Salvador where the laws are a little looser than they are here. Bam. MS-13 blows up. Now MS-13 is running El Salvador like the cartels are in Mexico. That's the ms 13 So, these are legal immigrants who formed this organization to protect themselves from the Bloods, from the Crips, from other Latin gangs like the Latin Kings, the Mexican Mafia. So, these kids from El Salvador decided they're going to start the ms 13 And in order to survive in the neighborhoods that they were surviving in, they had to be as dangerous as the other gangs that were in that neighborhood. And they succeeded at that. But then once they got in trouble and they got arrested, they got deported back to El Salvador, a country that a lot of them didn't know, a country that a lot of them didn't remember they linked up they they recruited more kids they recruited more people in El Salvador the MS13 blew up in El Salvador the MS13 is what the Italian mob was in New York just a little bit more dangerous that's the that's the history of the MS13 so when you're talking about Preventing them from coming into this country. Just remember. Some of them are American born. Some of them are legal immigrants. MS-13 just isn't in Los Angeles anymore. It's expanded. So. Remember. They're not just El Salvadorian. They are American-born too. Now, the last thing that I wanted to speak on about this is the Article 2 of the Constitution. Article two refers to the president. This breaks down the powers that the president has. President Trump said in his speech today that he has the power to declare a national emergency. True, but false at the same time. He can declare a national emergency, but Congress, by Article 1, has the power of the purse. They dictate where money goes how money is spent from the federal government. So he may have the power to declare a national emergency, but he needs Congress. President Bush declared a national emergency. Congress agreed with that. Why? 9-11, that was a national emergency. President Obama declared a national emergency, I believe in 2013. Congress agreed with that, why? Because of swine flu, it was an epidemic. It was killing a lot of people. Swine flu is health and medicine. They agreed with that. President Clinton declared a national emergency. President Reagan declared a national emergency. Every president from 1977 to today has declared a national emergency, but those national emergencies were legit national emergencies, whether it was for weather, you know, hurricanes, tornadoes, whether it was for 9-11, the attack on our country. Those were national emergencies. A wall is not a national emergency, it is a political emergency. And Trump said that today. He said that this was political, even though he called it a national emergency. What is the national emergency? You can't use the murder rate at the border. Because it's low. You can't use many, many, many criminals coming across the border. Can't use that because it's low. You can't use the people crossing the border because the criminal rate, let's go back to the criminal rate thing. It is a crime to cross the border illegally. That's who he's calling criminals. But they're not counting that in the stat that his own people at DHS, DEA, Border Patrol. They're not using that in their stats. They're actually using actual people with criminal records. Remember that. The people crossing the border. He cannot use that because border crossings are down and have been going down. For the last 19 years. Went down 35% under President Obama. And under President Trump it has gone down 43%. So it's not like it's this epidemic that people are crossing the border. Border crossings are down. A lot. So you can't use that argument in court. So what's your other argument? Illegal immigrants kill innocent people yes that's a fact that is true but native born um, native born americans commit more murders than illegal immigrants one native born american in las vegas with the arsenal of weapons killed more Americans than illegal immigrants did last year. Just that one. But if you combine Parkland, Las Vegas, and the club in California, um, I think that's more dangerous. I think that's more violent. Don't you think? So this whole national... St- emergency thing I'm not for that I'm glad he signed that bill I'm glad the government's not shutting down I'm glad people are not going to be furloughed and sent home without another paycheck and then we have to wait a whole month and a half before the government opens up again before the crybaby decides I've lost I'm glad we don't have to go through that step again but the national emergency thing I'm not rocking with that because it's going to create a precedent and this goes for Democrat and Republican I don't care who is president I believe in separation of powers Congress is to check the president the the Supreme Court is to check the president and Congress not. The president has all this power and he can do whatever he wants. That is against what the founding fathers wanted. That is against that. The founding fathers were against the monarch. And that's exactly what we're going to end up with if this now becomes precedent. They were against the king. That's why George Washington only served two terms. that's it he didn't want to be labeled a king because he could have been president for life there was no rule that he had to serve two terms he could have been president for life picture that George Washington could have been president at least three terms at least three maybe four so Our founding fathers were against the monarch. They were against the king. Which is why George Washington stepped down. But Donald Trump is determined to be a king. Is it really about the people? Does he really care what the people think? Or does he only care what 30% of the population thinks? Because those are the only ones that he's really talking to. Whenever President Trump talks or speaks he's never speaking to me as a president you're supposed to speak for everyone Is that correct you're supposed to speak for the entire country whether they're on your side whether they're not on your side but when he speaks he only speaks to his team he doesn't speak to the rest of us He doesn't listen to the rest of us. We don't want a national emergency declared. Because it's going to set a precedent for other presidents. Like I said. A democratic president could come in and declare that gun control is a national emergency. And a lot of people that own guns will not like that. I own guns. I have owned guns, I like guns, I like going to the range and shooting, I don't want nobody messing with that. At the same time, like Killer Mike said, why would I give my guns up, but my oppressor still has them? Nah, I'm just making myself defenseless, not gonna happen. Keep in mind buddy, but that could happen climate control hey this new green deal this this green new deal that that, that AOC and a lot of the democrats have pushed through the um, house of representatives not saying I'm against it I haven't read it yet but a democratic president can come in and say that's a national emergency we're going to make that law bypass everybody in congress house of representatives and the senate I'm going to make that law or you can get a president that gets in and says you know what I don't like Roe v. Wade abortion is a national emergency so I'm going to take it upon myself and end Roe v. v. Wade that can happen if President Trump is allowed to do what he's about to what he's trying to do and that is declare having a border wall at the south at the southern border a national emergency can't allow that to happen because if it happens it's gonna be a dark day and you cannot complain about what happens after. Again, it is the law of science. It's the law of physics. For every action, there is an opposite and equal reaction. Do unto others as you would want them to do unto you. So if you're gonna do this, you can't get mad. If somebody else from the other side decides to play the same game that you're playing. Can't get mad about that. So. That's going to do it for this episode. I just wanted to get that off my chest. I was watching that and I felt I need to speak on it. This is a political show. So anything political, I will speak on it. As well as continuing my series that um, I start, so I have my final episode for the Socialistic King um, that will be posted um tomorrow. I will record that one tomorrow and post it tomorrow, but it will be on the beloved community and we're gonna dig we're gonna dig into what the beloved community is because i have never. I never knew Dr. King talked about a beloved community. Uh, I found that while I was doing my research. There's a lot to Dr. King that a lot of people don't know. Um, a lot of information out there about Dr. King that a lot of people don't know. So this is one that I'm going to talk about and that will complete my series on Dr. King and then I have a new series that I'll be starting up here and probably next weekend not this weekend but next weekend the weekend of the 22nd of February uh, it's going to be my being a black man series and for that series I will have different interviews different discussion panels and things like that and that's going to be a pretty Pretty good, interesting um, series, and you should tune in for that one. But uh, what I need from y'all, uh, from the listeners, is man, share the share the podcast, follow the podcast, you know, get the word out, let everyone know that there's this hot podcast that's out right now, and they're hitting on everything. So. That's going to do it for me today. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Can't wait to speak to you tomorrow. Peace and love. I'm out.